Oh, nut bush. Oh, nut bush. <laughs> of course, I know the words, Ike. I wrote it. <laughs> What's good, everybody? It is your host, Josh DeWay, a.k.a. The Grinch. Because why the fuck are y'all Christmas trees up right now? I just really want to know why y'all Christmas trees are up. We have not even, baby, Halloween is still here. We have not, we have not even periodically blinked from Halloween and y'all got these damn Christmas trees up. Anyway, welcome to another episode of The Way I See It Podcast. Listen, if this is your first time, please stand. Please stand all over the, all over the building, the visitors, please. <laughs> I'm drinking wine. I'm playing tonight. Um, no, if this is your first time, Welcome. Um, we are just offering a, a collective of perspectives and you get to do whatever the hell you want to do with them. All right. Uh, so we got a good show, to, you know, coming to you this time. So let's go. Let's go. are back um i have you know they make faces when i when i mention christmas yeah i'm sweating so excuse my towel i'm sweating <laughs> it's, it had be hot because you know i turned my air off because it got a little cold and chilly in texas and uh i turned my air off and i didn't want to quite turn the heater on so i'm just sitting in neutral i'm sitting in purgatory right now and i don't like it i, I want to choose you this day i'm go, i'm gonna choose heaven because <laughs> i ain't going to hell uh, but we are here. Uh, <laughs> are you have here. been stressing me out since the beginning of this damn show. I second that. <laughs> oh, get off my back. Get off my back. Let me live. Uh, Jeremy is here um, tonight. Hopefully he has some sense this episode. We're going to see, though. I doubt it, but. You know, I have some sense. You know what you don't have? What's that? Clean sentence structures. Put that wine down. <laughs> Put that wine down. My God. Sir. Put it down. Be free. Crack it. <laughs> Put it down. You don't have to drink that wine. No more. That was my cut. <laughs> well, since he's since he's full of song musical chairs is here. How you doing? Listen, Uh-oh. y'all about to get cussed the fuck out if y'all keep on calling me musical chairs. That shit is pissing me off. Period. <laughs> musical chairs. Aren't you in a chair and aren't you musical? Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to learn right. it in Espanol. Oh, my God. Y'all get some of my nerves. Hey, everybody. Today have been a day. I'm on my third shot of Henny and I already ate edibles. So I'm ready. I'm ready to cut the fuck up tonight. Whew. My Lord. Uh, Shell is here and Shell is sober. Uh, sh- sober Shell, how are you? <laughs> sober Shell. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. I am the most saved out of everyone. I just oh would like God. to say now, hello. I would like to say, <laughs> look, I'm dragging it. Uh, hello to all the yes. saints and the ain'ts. Uh, these ones. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You trying it tonight? I mean, I'm, interested, 
Yeah, well, so it's snowing rain, but we still have to wear our rubbers. Our rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, so listen, y'all, we are here for another episode, and we are um, discussing a major topic tonight, or this episode, I should say. Let's talk about love. <laughs> but before we do that... <laughs> Uh, before we do that, uh, we let's play a game. Okay, yeah, let's play. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so oh, tonight's game is going to be, I mean, it's its pretty simple. It's nothing too complicated. It's two truths and a lie, or two lies and a truth. See, I'm out. See, well, all right. <laughs> so no, no, it, but it's easy. All you have to do is everybody take a turn to tell two lies and one truth, and we have to guess which one is the truth and which ones are the lie. My God. All right, so um, Jeremy, you go first. Oh my god, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a bottom. <laughs> you lost. We're done. Wait. <laughs> Next, you're out of it. What the New York say? You're out of it. You're out of it. You want to walk over there? You're out of it. You're out of it, Jeremy. What? <laughs> Joshua. Skip <laughs> me. No, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Hold on. Oh, y'all yeah, play with me. I'm sweating, Lord. What's the problem, <laughs> Jeremy? First Why of all, so damn ignorant every damn episode. <laughs> and y'all talk know. about me. Y'all talk about me. Is it really me? Technically, y'all kind of be like for neck if we're being honest. Still, still. It's like, a close race. truth. So I was just playing the game. I don't see like. That may have been one of my truths or one of my lies. You don't even know. Okay. No, but Jamie, we know you. Like, we, like it has to be like a believable lie. Like, hmm, I didn't know about that about you, but you gonna say you a bottom? Like, all right, well, you'd be surprised these days. Wow, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of six foot plus bottoms, so <laughs> a lot, a lot of tall trees to climb. So I don't know. All right, there are trees to climb, but that is out my wheelhouse. But what I will say is, listen, anybody wanting to pay my rent. <laughs> rent pay rent due. The benevolence, the benevolence <laughs> fund is is asking for your donation. Okay, let's let's play this game. Let's play this game. Okay, Jeremy, right, give right, us so, uh, two. Yeah, all right, for real, Jeremy, give us two lies to the truth. And we have to guess which one is the truth and which one's a lie. Come on, y'all gonna listen? I'm playing the game, so that was that was one. Second, um, I've been to South Korea. Third. I'm the middle sibling in my family. Now, how the fuck are we supposed to know that? <laughs> well, I know you have a lot of brothers and sisters. A lot of damn so brothers and sisters. I'm going to say that the truth is that you've been to South Korea and the other two are yes. lies. Yes. But I was going to say. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to start with you now. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not going to Josh, Josh go, just go ahead and tell your two lies and the truth. <laughs> um, Everything's going to be a... I absolutely abhor Tamala Man. Oh my God. Um oh. I had wonderful sex the other night. 
and um true fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah i'm not creative all right, so yeah, so, Josh, you fucking suck. Man, like, if you gonna play the game, at least play it. Like, nigga, we follow. All right, you. make it believable. <laughs> make I'm it believable. On Twitter. So I'm clearly, your man. truth is that you had some bomb ass sex, and I'm like, next Baby, shell. What's I your two lies in the truth? I mean, anybody could have told you that. Yeah, this horn dog over here. Um, wait, two lies. Two lies and two a lies truth. and the truth. Yes. Okay, so, um. I hate alternative music. I recently met Jamie Foxx. I. <laughs> you a horrible liar. All right, that's I, a qu- lie. I quit. I quit. I quit. That's a lie. Dang, because you couldn't, even, here. <laughs> you couldn't even. You couldn't even finish that with a straight with a straight face. And then I remember from episode one. Uh, you said if I meet Jamie Foxx, I'm going to jail, and well, you have been to jail, so I don't. Uh, well, <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. Really? That's what I'm we do. Not getting ahead of ourselves. That's what, <laughs> that's what we do. I mean, I've been to jail too, so we here. We were cellmates. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as you acknowledge it. <laughs> okay, Korea, Jeremy, you, you know shut what? the fuck up. <laughs> Korea, have the arrest. I'm cracking up. So is it my turn? It, it is. is. Is all right. So, um, two lies and the truth. My favorite color is green. Um, I am the eldest of six children. Um, and um, my Brandy's daughter Sarai is my blood cousin. Hmm. You know okay, what? I'm a little drunk. Okay, what was your <laughs> what was your choices again? I'm gonna say the last one is the truth. If I, I find mm-mm. out that Blandy, uh, wait, hold Blandy? on, Blandy, Jesus, put that seltzer down. Put that seltzer down. Is there something in the seltzer? No, it's not. It. I, I'm trying to get it together. If Uh-oh. I find out that Brandy's daughter is your blood cousin, I'm not. It's a lie. Don't worry about it. It's, it's a no, lie. actually, it isn't. It's the truth. So, so are you? So you you related to Brandy's daughter and not Brandy? No, Brandy's Brandy's Sarah's father is my second cousin. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. So you just you just. I'm know. not related to Brandy, but yeah, the, her, her baby dad is my cousin. Right. Well, she came out of her bosom, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you got to flex that. I'm, you know, Brandy is my cousin. It's Lineage for me. I used, I used to. I used to like like when when her and my her and my cousin were like together and married, I'd be like, you know Brandy, my cousin, right? You know Brandy, my cousin, right? Because I met her in person and she I mean she's an amazing individual, but maybe I think she just wasn't nice at that birthday party, but I think it's just because everybody kept on calling her Moesha. <laughs> uh oh. Well, that was that so was she was getting me. mad. I'm not laughing. Like, oh my god, it's Moesha. I still want to work with Brandy, so I'm not laughing. <laughs> Oh, I definitely want to meet her and kiki with her. And we we can kiki down about that. But you know what I'm saying? It was hilarious. Everybody was calling her Moesha. She was like, my name is Brandy. My name is Brandy. I was like, oh, my bad, girl. Moesha. But I can see Orange that, though. I can see yeah. that. Iconic. I'm just trying to be me. Okay, anyway. Uh, Shell, okay. I'm I'm super excited about Center Stage tonight because, oh, 
Come on, Shell. Let me go ahead. Okay, so coming to the stage, we got our little nephew. Now, this young genius, a fifth grader, 11 years old, was able to, I don't want to use the word hack, but he was able to infiltrate mm. the school, like whole IT department to shut everything down, right? The entire district. The entire district for three months. They had, <laughs> they had to send uh, the National Guard, FBI, CIA, police department, and every everybody to figure out what is going on with them. They were able to track it down to our 11-year-old nephew. Now, in the comments, we have seen a lot of people talking about how they would smack like the shit out of him or how they would discipline him and everything like that. And one thing that Josh and I had in common when we saw the story was, yo, this needs to be redirected energy because this is a genius. Because if the CIA, the FBI, the National Guard, everybody has to be called in for an 11 year old student for something that has been happening for three months in a high school district. This baby is a genius and he's a black boy. And um, just to give some insight on like the updates, he was actually sent to a program that was like supposed to be like his um, his disciplinary, like rehabilitation uh, type of thing. And they asked him to build a program and it took him two and a half hours. And they were pissed because all he had to do was complete the program to get his record expunged. I'm bringing him to center stage because I would just like to spotlight him for. First of all, can you go ahead and erase our student loans? Number one. Can you yeah, come do to that. my job? <laughs> do, <laughs> that. do that. No. <laughs> but no. also just number, give me a 740. You know what I'm saying? But also, like, <laughs> you know, if you want to go ahead and go to like experience, you know, all of those. Okay, just do all that. <laughs> do everything. But also, I want to bring him to center stage because I feel like there's a space for black boys and black girls like him who that like energy can be redirected very easily into something that is so amazing and so great. He deserves a spot in STEM. He deserves a spot like um, shit. Like he, he probably needs to be working for the USA because all of our stuff be hacked all the time. Maybe he like then cracked the code and um, I did reach out to his mother. So we're definitely going to update um, if she ever reaches back out. And I want her to hear that. I'm bringing you to center stage. We don't know your name, but there's a space for you. We believe in you. We know that you are capable and amazing and you're going to do great things. And we just encourage you to, you know, direct your energy into more positive things, which you did. You know, you did drag it. <laughs> he, he did. No, he, he did a great thing. See, because when I when I watched the video, because she was explaining it. I smiled the entire time. I said, this is some shit my kid would do. I said, because, <laughs> and then I, it just so happened that he's a Capricorn. And I said, this shit makes sense because I'm a Capricorn. So it makes sense. Um, and I said, I said, there's no need to whoop him or even punish him. I said, this just needs to be redirected because the truth of the matter is he's bored. And what I hate about our educational system 
is that we give everybody the same fucking curriculum. Everybody's brain does not work the same way. Everybody, people don't learn the same way. So I, I celebrated him in that he's a fucking genius. Yeah. So this is what he really did. When he got sick and tired of doing schoolwork, he didn't want to do school because it was virtual. He said, oh, yeah. I'm not just going, I'm not, I'm not going to just sign out. I'm going to disable all this shit. Teachers were not <laughs> able to email each other. Like he, like they could not figure out what the fuck was going on for Baby three months. <laughs> Baby, come Kudos. do that in my school. Shit. Baby, come to come to my job. Listen. I I mean, come. I will take the rap. Come, come to me. Also, go see but American no. Credit Acceptance as well. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> just just head on to Overseas Experience Credit Card, whatever the fuck it is, and put me up to a 740, almost 800, and I'll please. <laughs> no, so so yeah, we we definitely celebrate him, and we you know, and the reason I'm not upset about it is because. White kids hack shit all the time. Yeah. And man. had he been a white kid, he would have been celebrated and, and flown into some some they just don't like when when we actually smart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I I King, young King, I celebrate you and I can't wait to see what else you do. Come on, nephew. I just really can't wait to see what, what else you do. Yes. Uh, so so let's here. so we've had a celebratory moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let me drag y'all. Cause child, call oh me my back. God. <laughs> um, so this is this is gonna be for all the people that got so much fucking mouth, um, and you got so much clarity and opinion about everything and all this insight, but you can't fucking come to the person who offended you and tell them that you offended. I want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you feel that in your heart, I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and and here's what gets me: you will tell everybody except me. That you're offended with me. Um, I just want to tell you from my mouth personally, I think you are weak. I think you are a coward. Um, you're not an adult at all. Um, you are comfortable in your mediocrity. And um, fortunately, I know not to take it personally because truth of the matter is, um, it oftentimes has very little to do with me. It's more so your insecurity screaming. Um, because I either challenge you in a way that that does not want that you're not ready to come out of, um, or your jealousy is starting to rear its head, so you just can't handle um, staying along for the journey. Uh, whatever the case may be, um, I just want to challenge you um, to grow the fuck up. I, I want to challenge you, um, you know, to call me back. Now, when you call me back, I want you to know that you're going to hear a little white lady's voice and she's going to say the number you have dialed <laughs> is no longer a working number. And I want you to be very encouraged in that because I don't want you to call nobody except your therapist, baby. Call a therapist because that's what you need. You need a therapist because how dare you be so offended with someone that you can't tell them that you're offended and then expect that person to, to care. Like it's mental at that point. So I want you to reach out to the nearest and, Jesus. you know, the most popular um, therapist. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my therapist is available. Um, she's wonderful. Dr. Kimberly, she will help you. Um, but you do that. Yes. You do that. Um, child. And the truth of the matter is um, people are just married to chaos. People are married to 
loving misunderstanding. And to God be the glory for that for you. But I, I really want you to pick up that phone and call a therapist, baby, because that's what you need. In this season of your life, that's who you need. Okay? Um, because the, the, the prophets, the, the, the band of prophets called the Gap Band said, you can't keep running in and out of my life. Mm-hmm. So on, the decision you that move. you make, that's what they say. So, so, <laughs> so the decision that you make, I'm going to help you commit to that. Ooh. And I'm going to restrict your access back from my life. Mm. You won't be able to come back because you made a decision. So call me back. You won't hear my voice, but call me back. Oh, Josh, that was Ooh, an baby. eloquent read. That was. <laughs> it really was. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> Very really sick classy. of it. Ten of ten. I'm really sick of it. I'm really mm-hmm. like at, if you can't use your words as an adult, I feel that you shouldn't have an opinion. You shouldn't have a Twitter. You should deactivate all of your social media because what the fuck are you talking about? You can't talk about something to the person that you're actually offended by. You can't articulate that. So why do you have articulation for anything else? That shit pissed me off. Yeah. I'll be like, you are old, weak, jelly back, good for nothing, nigga. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's right. I just, I just don't understand. People will real life live in a fence with you and never tell you. That does not make sense to me. Like, it's a mental illness for real. As yeah, you said, it's, it's mental. Yeah. Let's <laughs> therapists learn how to communicate as an adult. And then when, you know, maybe, maybe grace and mercy will intervene on your behalf. Oh, um, maybe. But I doubt it. Maybe. Get well soon. Get well soon. <laughs> or choke. Whichever that, one. <laughs> that's wishes. In regard. God bless. <laughs> Maybe you should have some bread and calm down. I, May you know. the Lord watch. <laughs> Yo, the, the ASMR version of that video is so hilarious. Maybe you should have some bread and calm down. Maybe you should have some bread and calm down. You are a beast, a beast. Help me, Lord! Help me! Help me! I just, I just really don't understand that. I just really don't understand. Which you know, there are a lot of things that I don't understand. Which is why Marvin Gaye, we calling you to the to the, to the stand. Come here, come here, because we got to ask you a question. <laughs> Just, you know, in unison. What the fuck, fuck is, is going, going on? on? Oh, my God. Marvin Gaye. Like Marvin Gaye. What Marvin the fuck Gaye. is going on? <laughs> what is going and I, on? I hate, to, I hate to keep waking you up out of your period of rest because, <laughs> I, I, but I just really, you, you introduced us to this. What's going on? So what's going on? Let us know. Okay. So we talked about this last week. Uh, Will and Jada and, and now oh the entire family continue to put us in their life, in their business. And we're just asking the question, who asked you for this information? Okay. So apparently, um, apparently Jaden and, and Jada have been on, you know, hallucinogens and, you know, <laughs> you know they, they, they you use that to, to bond and to escape their reality. And then, Will says he admitted to Oprah that, you know, he would drink and drink and drink and him and Jada would basically go round for round trying to break each other uh, because he just wanted to please her. Okay, going back to my statement last week, Jada, you need to go see a therapist. You had this man drinking quickly to please you. Girl, (laughs) what is it? The only one that's acting like they got some sense is Willow at this point. 
Yeah, no, seriously, I, I feel like Willow's the only one that has some Willow sense. and Gammy. <laughs> Willow and Gammy are the only ones with sense. Gammy's my favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> Gammy be like, burn that red table. It's my favorite. I'm gonna burn that red table up. Uh, <laughs> that did, bitch finna wait, be black. What did Josh say last week? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and paint it pink. <laughs> burn it, burn it, hold it down. Yeah, at this point, burn, burn it. Because if you if you sit in here doing hallucinogenics or whatever the fuck it's called with your son, what is wrong with you? And then you gonna let the world know? Like now, I feel like I gotta call the people's on you, even though he's like of age. I feel like this may have happened when he was still underage, and so I gotta call somebody. Why? That's how I feel. I got to let somebody you're know. Oversharing, you are oversharing. Like chill out. It's just the fact it? that we don't want to know. We don't want to know. <laughs> Who's asking? We don't care to <laughs> Like, no where's one. this information? Why is this information no being one. presented to us? My no biggest one. fear, I promise to God, I had a I had a dream last week, and I meant to text y'all in our group chat. I had a dream that Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade were sitting at the red table with Will and Jada, and I woke up and I was oh, like, honey. I am not going back to sleep because if I go back <laughs> to sleep to this motherfucking dream, let me tell you, no, God, no, I just no. I, I just won't rest, God. Thank you. Please give me sweet rest. <laughs> I have a question for Marvin Gang. Okay. What's going on with this movie that these that Alec Baldwin was shooting? Because or <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's the way you said it for me. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I did not mean to for it to come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing Literally. <laughs> Let's really <laughs> I did not mean for it to come out like that. But this yeah, movie that they're trying to film, first of all, I mean, it's not funny, but, you know, he looks like shit, honestly. He feels so bad because he shot that woman. And now and now, a crew member may lose his arm after he was bitten by a venomous spider while closing down the movie set. This, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, You have to know when God says no. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We he always talk about when shit. Jesus say yes, but no. Sometimes Jesus gonna say no. Yeah. Sometimes I don't Jesus know what movie y'all was trying to film, but y'all need to go ahead and hang it up, baby. It's never happening. Wrap it up. <laughs> it is never happening. And cut, and, baby. The final scene has been, baby. Bow out. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say something really bad, but it's just, that was my dark Don't say it. Don't say it. Because, I mean, the people know you, you, t- you told Go us ahead. Kelly Price was lost. <laughs> she was playing hide and seek last week. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was. <laughs> No, but you know, I, I felt like the movie was done when he shot the for, for the poor director. That was that was a <laughs> and cut and scene. There it is. It's done. There it is. We're out of here. The cinematographer. Yeah. We're, we're all out of here. I didn't She's even gone, know. so we're gone. <laughs> I didn't know they went back to set. I like yeah. that's very alarming to me because honestly, oh, baby, they're gonna film a movie now. Oh no, now now once a budget now once a budget has been set and they the producers huh. involved, they going they want their money back and they want that investment, so they don't they care. Want that and listen, baby, after this last minute, ain't no budget. That movie is done. Baby, <laughs> ain't no, ain't no, ain't no profit. Baby, all y'all, all of all the funds is going to the funeral home. Everybody that's, just got <laughs> That's not funny. That part not funny. Baby, that is. That but is still, they got to cut the L. It's giving L. You can call Tree of Life in Fort Worth. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? Okay. Um. So um. Um. I was just. It was a plug. Dang, man. Okay. So so in other news, I just want to know Marvin Gaye. When is Boosie going to come out and finally admit that he has a crush on Lil Nas? Please. I just want to know because at this point, it's given obsession. 
It's like <laughs> that Lil Nas X be minding his business, and Boosie is just like, "Ooh, I want to." And I'm just, I don't understand. He want to wipe him down. I, my mm. God. He my probably God wants the bottom for him. <laughs> All right. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it because his old nasty black ass got up on IG Live and showed his ass. Everybody gonna look back at it, bitch. We fucking see you being. We fucking see you, and bitch. I will never forgive you. I'm sorry. There's a lot of profanity coming out of my mouth right now, and I really do apologize. I really don't like cuss like this on the show usually, but this crusty ass beetle bug looking ass nigga got me fucking <laughs> chopped because nigga, why are you messing with Lil Nice? He's not doing shit to you. He's minding his black happily gay ass business. You always mentioning this nigga. Why the fuck are you doing this? Why? Just, just go ahead and tell him, baby. I think you cute. Go ahead and stick that dick up inside of me. I want, I want you in my guts. Just, just go. You might as well say that, oh, boosie. Jesus. Mama, and, is Master gonna sell me? Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, I just had to please shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but no, honestly, I will yes. never forgive y'all for making me see him in the that tub. <laughs> Wash it. I saw that on my IG. ass body. With I his saw that my chair said, "What the fuck?" And let me tell you, if here? that cupcake wasn't on there, I would have blocked all of y'all because. I- <laughs> okay, but, but seriously, seriously, he he knew what he was doing. He yeah, that was that was a thirst trap. And yeah, it, at this point, at this point, the world is very accepting now. Come out as whatever you want to come out as, and you don't even have to come out. Just say what you need to say to the boy. Hit him up directly. I'm sure he'll keep a secret. I'm sure. Okay. You know, <laughs> I will keep. Y'all secrets. <laughs> Just okay. Speaking of Alicia Keys, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, know uh-uh. no, no, no. I know she stole that woman's husband. I know she stole that woman's husband. Please don't go ahead. But oh no. But they have a beautiful home. Oh, they do. Their home. Do. Their home is beautiful. I I said, Lord, is this what adultery gets you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this is what stealing somebody's husband or spouse do does for you? Because I might have to reconsider. She got her rent. She got her rent paid, baby. Maybe she got her it was, a nice, it was a it was a nice establishment. I said, my God. Mm-mm. I understood what the Block me back, when Josh. I, when I see the wicked and how they prosper, my foot almost slipped. My foot almost slipped <laughs> into that bed of adultery. But the song does say it's not tricking if you got it. Yeah, but I ain't you know, I don't break up homes no more. I stopped doing that in college. I don't, I don't, I don't visit marriage beds no more. You just mess I up just, apartments. Apartments, <laughs> condos, condos, townhomes, condominiums. <laughs> you know, I love a good condominium. I love a good condominium, especially with the with the high with the they high windows. Nice. It's, it's especially a view. When, they, when they got a pool, maybe you put them fingerprints too. on that view, baby, and just. <laughs> Josh, which one of those did you get arrested in? Oh God, uh, neither. Oh, <laughs> neither. <laughs> I got arrested because mm. I was in my bed and I decided to go get some fried rice. And them, mm. f- them folks told me I had a warrant. They said I had a warrant. Me of all people. Mm. Jeremy, I just want to let you know you ain't shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get arrested. I don't get arrested for sexual indiscretions. I don't do that. I leave that to the people down to to your lo- your local alternative twitters. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Tell mm. us more. 
<laughs> Tell us less. <laughs> and we're moving yeah. on in the service. <laughs> Where's Dr. Bomb when you need him? <laughs> he said there's a scre- there's such a screaming spirit in here. <laughs> Yo, I love Dr. Bond. I love Dr. Bond. I love him. I love him. We really have to grow the fuck up. Okay, anybody else got a question? Well, we'll take one last question from Mar- from Marvin Gaye. Anybody? I think I got one more. No, ask mine. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh, I'm calling Sister Chili Dog to the stage. Oh gosh. Oh. <sighs> now, where did they oh, find shit. this Wolf Brand um, <laughs> Hormel? <laughs> 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 I mean, I have not seen Chili since <laughs> since Usher did a whole album about confessing that he. Where did where where did y'all find her and why? Because and why and why why baby? I can't. I can't do it. So so you know they're doing the Ahmad Aubrey case and you know it's oh, fucked Jesus. up because they have eleven white eleven transparents on the jury. And I'm just, and she was like, no, I just think, you know, I think, it, you know, justice is going to be served. And I think everything is fair and it's just popsicles and pussy pops and all this stuff. <laughs> Girl, where have you been? They killed the, the reason that the, the reason that this trial is in existence is because the whites felt like it was their due diligence to rid America of one more black person. So, so what do you really mean? That you know, you don't see a problem with there being an eleven member jury. I have a question for you, and let's just let's just be fucking real. Why have we not seen an eleven black person jury? Yeah, let's yeah, because America is racist. Show up to... Now niggas don't show up to jury duty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they don't show up to <laughs> jury duty. That's the why the fuck they don't be there. They see that jury slip like, oh nah, like oh, ain't gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna get me because I got warrants. I got jack no, child support. No. I done swiped look, my EBT card look, too many times. It's like back to Justin. Look, I ain't gonna be there. <laughs> I ain't gonna be there. Where did where did Chili come from? <laughs> where did Chili come from? I that feel like strange. she was like she's just been on uh on uh however long I don't even know how long she's been going, but she has been on this this nonstop high. And she decided to pop up because you have to be really, really high just to think. It is amazing to want, and excuse me, to aspire for us to live in this perfect world where equality really does finally exist. That is a beautiful thought. But girl, we're not there yet. So why the fuck would you let some bullshit like that come out your fucking mouth? Wow. You sound stupid. You sound dumb as fuck. Have you not been? <laughs> have you not been in America the last two years? The last. Cause huh? Hello. Listen, Pebbles did a number on them. Cause child, <laughs> yeah. it's giving Pebble I want brain her, for I me. Want her, I want her to go creep under under that waterfall and stay there. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> take a good look at it. Okay, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on in this thing. And so. <laughs> So today's episode, I'm really excited about this topic. So we were, we, we were talking about relationships last week and we were talking about what we need. And, you know, nobody really said this. Nobody really said, I need love. I need love. Right. So 
The question that I posed to everybody was, do you have the capacity to really love? And I'm interested in, I'm interested in one, knowing what your definition of love is. Um, and we'll start there. But before, before that, we went to, we went down to the polls, not like the P Valley mm. polls, cause they still fucking missing. And I was speaking mm. of, I'm going oh, one more thing. Oh. Marvin Gaye, what the fuck is going on? Because Brandy posted something yesterday, not not I Brandy Nowood, but the Brandy from P Valley, Mercedes mm-hmm. Last Dance, and she was talking about how she was, you know, out to eat with her TV daughter because they had finished rapping, and I'm just like, bitch, y'all need to go back to the set, and ain't no early days. Go back to the yes. set so we can get this this season. Let's get it going. Doing? Let's let's what the fuck is we doing? Okay, anyway, back to what I was saying though. Uh, we went down to the polls. And we asked the question, we posed the question of, um, do you really have the capacity to love unconditionally? And I got a response. I got a few responses, one of which said, I'm almost there, um, but I'm not quite there. And the other said, I do, but others don't, which is why I choose not to anymore. Hmm. Okay. I think that I thought that was very interesting that mm-hmm. someone 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 not reciprocating can cause you to turn off your unconditional love. Mm. I think that's I think that's that's powerful in a lot of ways. Uh what were some of the responses that y'all got? I didn't get any cuz my followers watched my story and didn't respond so I'm out of it. Ooh. My bad. I love y'all though. <laughs> um, I got um, I got one yes. I got one day, and then I got oh two more. I don't think so. Which I was like, damn. Um, and then I got as a follower of Christ, yes, Christians imitate Christ. Mm. Mm, that's good. That's right. That's that's true. That's yeah. true. That, I mean, it's true. But are, are you loving unconditionally? My friends are uh, just a little bit, uh, they were going deep. Uh, I had someone say, not romantically anymore, but platonically, yes. Um, Mm. Someone said, absolutely, you can't be good at love and have conditions or be selfish. Uh, Someone said, not Mm. currently, but I do have the will to work towards doing so. Um, Another person said, love is perfection. Even with the bad frames of reference I've had, I will always bet on love. Yes, but it's not uh, reciprocated. But my favorite response was um, they didn't answer to the prompt, but um, there's no such thing as unconditional love. Infinite love, yes. Unconditional, Mm. by definition, no. We all have conditions. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. That's yep. very interesting. Wow. Very. That's very interesting. So we're gonna put a pin in that, and let's we're gonna we're gonna definitely yeah, we'll come back to, back to that. that that's yeah, we're good. gonna circle back to that because I definitely want to talk about that. Um, yeah, screenshot. So send that to me. So so let's pose this question: What does love mean to you? Ooh. Like what? Like for real? Like when you when you say "I love you," what are you really saying? Well, love for me is an action. Love, love for me is you, you've heard this. I think everyone has said that. <clears throat> Excuse me, is an action word. 
Um, so when I think of loving someone, I equate that to actions. That's that's my definition of because I can't, especially when yeah that that's yeah that's my definition of love. Like, but an action you know, of what? An action of um just uh, affect showing affection like if, if it's relationship wise of course it's like affection matching up what what do you say if you're talking this big shit then let your actions match that same big shit mm-hmm. um with family and platonic with family and friendships it's just being for me it's just being there or whatever capacity you need me to be there for you um you know that it's all about whatever you speak your actions need to follow that up as well mm. so just being there for the most part and being active, being an active lover, being an active lover. Mm. Wow. Um, for me, as cheesy as it may sound, First Corinthians thirteen. <laughs> um, Bring us in. We love the word. Hallelujah. Verse four. Thank you, God. Love is patient. Love is yes. kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Mm. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm. See, 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 you, I had to put my wine down because I, you know, ooh, but it's always, it's, it's the always and the never for me. Mm-hmm. It's love never keeps a record of wrong. Love mm-hmm. always trusts mm-hmm. that even even when love is abused, love always trusts. See, because I don't. Right. So, right, um, show what, what's what what how that's good, Jeremy. Um, we love the word. What's 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 <laughs> your? <laughs> they got the word. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Praise Uh-oh. the word. Praise the word. Oh, they'll be in the great coronation. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, ooh, that just that did something to me. Um, I think even just revisiting that because you know we always grow up knowing First Corinthians thirteen, and it's like I just being honest, like from last episode, I really don't know how to answer the question, and I feel like. A lot more people need to be very honest with where they are as how they identify what love is so that you can grow into knowing what it is, what it should be, knowing how to give it and knowing how to receive it. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and pass it. Uh, I do think that love for me has always been like, I value you. And if I value you, I'll go to the ends of the earth. But I don't think that all the time going to the ends of the earth, somebody means that that's love. Sometimes that's Mm. not even like, because it can be love. But like, if we're thinking about love, am I loving myself if I'm going to the ends of the earth for you and you're Mm. not doing the same thing? So it's like, Mm. I'm just kind of in discovery right now. I'm I'm just an honest I'm I'm an honest person like I'm just in the space right now where I'm trying to identify and figure out what love actually is and looks like so that not mm-hmm. only can I give it but I'll be able to not only receive it but be able to identify it when it's coming yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Jeremy, uh you had something 
Yeah, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of that. Um, with First Corinthians 13, I, you know, of course, we heard it growing up, but I always equated it to relationships and marriage. Um, and then today when I was thinking about this, um, in the season of my life that I'm in right now, it's a lot of self-worth that I need to work on. Um, so with that, I was like, how can I love somebody when I don't even do those things for myself? My God. Talk about it. My God. You know, um, I don't always trust myself, you know, self esteem I mean, there's, there's so many, there were so many things in that. And it's like, love never fails. It's like, well, I'm constantly failing. Um, Cause it's looking like so, the weapons are prospering. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I just wanted to share that. So, Oftentimes we think about that as in a marriage or relationship perspective, but it applies to us as well. Yeah. LeRon, you have something to say and then I'll chime in. Um, I'll save it for when we talk about capacity. Okay. Um, you know, Jeremy, I just I literally just got off a prayer call before we started recording. And I said that. I said, you know, I've really just been sitting with Jesus's two commands. The first being love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, um, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I said, mm-hmm. we try to, we focus so much on loving our neighbor, but do we really love ourselves? Um, and what does what does loving yourself really mean? Um, and I just you know I just talked to my therapist about this like literally yesterday, and I said, you know. It is, it is, I, I had a lot of resentment because I was showing up for people and I wasn't showing up for myself. Mm. And it was, it was interesting because my, my greatest resentments came with the lack of boundaries that I had for myself. And although I had this, although I have this huge heart, I don't, I did, I don't have as of yet the boundaries to match that. So I'll find myself putting on my Superman cape and showing up trying to rescue everybody and save everybody. And then I'm depleted and I'm just, I'm mad because I have to be so responsible. I'm mad because I'm always the one showing up. I'm mad because I'm always the one everybody's leaning on and depending on. And it's just like, well, who told you, Josh, that you had to be this superhero? Who told you that you had to be everything to everybody? So I'm really learning that loving myself is taking that time for me to say, no, what does Josh need? Even if you need something, it's saying, okay, well, I can't realistically do that. And I can be okay with saying no. I would feel bad previously because my love for you superseded my love for myself. And I would say, oh, I'll go without so that you can have. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, although I think that's honorable, I think it's also irresponsible to keep doing continuously and consistently 
Because if I'm providing all that you need and I never have enough to give myself the bare minimum, what am I really doing? So my definition of love is a choice. Mm. I define love as a choice because I heard growing up, you know, love is blind. And I think that's the biggest lie. Love cannot be blind because if love is blind, then is it really love? If love is right. not knowledgeable, ooh, I almost felt a tongue come out and I didn't even preaching. If love is really knowledgeable and all-knowing, how dare we say love is blind? That, that says, I only can love you because I don't know the truth of who you are. I don't know the full extent of what you bring to the table of who or what you offer. Um, I think that's a cop-out. I think the beauty of love is seeing everything and all that you are, flaws, beauties, perfections, shortcomings, opportunities, and saying, no, I choose to still be here for you in this way. I still choose. I think personally, that is the beauty of love that you say, I see all of these things, but I'm still going to choose to love you anyway. Um, So for me, love is really a choice. Um, and I think, I think the issue though with love is that there's not a consistent perspective of what love is. And I say that coming from a very flawed, um, upbringing in love, what I was raised in was if you love me, you're going to do what I say. And the moment you stop doing what I say or stop being what I want you to be or what I need you to be, I'm going to withdraw this love for you and I'm going to punish you. Mm. So that caused me to lie a lot. Mm. And I, I don't think I really met unconditional love until the top of 2018. Mm. And this is, this is a true story. I had, I had gone through this scandal and my name was being drugged. And you know, this is when I, this is when me and God be beefing. Cause you know, when you have to watch your name be drugged through the mud and you know, it's a lie and God says, no, shut up. Don't, don't say nothing. I got it. And you watch and you see how people treat you differently because of what they've heard about you. Um, this happened and I, I didn't learn this lesson um, from my mom. I didn't learn this from my dad even. I learned it from my pastor. Um, and we were in Virginia and I'll never forget this. She asked me a hard question and I, I lied to her at first. And everything hit the fan and it came back. And I had to I had to pull her out of her hotel room and I said, listen, just to get a, just to get, you know, ahead of this thing, I want to tell you what's going on. And she she looked at me in my eye and she said, Josh, you can never tell me you love me and lie to me. Mm. Yeah. You can't tell me you love me. And she said, Josh, I will love. She said, I, I've, I've loved you through everything. I will love you and I will always love you. But do not lie to me because you can't tell me you love me and lie. That moment on, it clicked for me. And I I expressed to her the reason I lied. I said, well, I lied because I value this relationship. And at this current space in my life, the, the relationships that I value, they've been taken away from me. They've been snatched from me. And I was taught that if you want to protect a relationship, you lie. Wow. 
And she said, Josh, that's not love. Love yeah. will never require you to lie to stay. Love will welcome the mm-hmm. truth and stay and stand behind you. Love does not make you hide. That's why that's why 1 Corinthians 13 really does something to me that says love really does not keep a record of wrong. Yeah. You know? So and, and all of that, yeah, all of that, all of 1 Corinthians 13, starting at verse 4, is a choice. Mm-hmm. Patience is yeah. a choice. Mm-hmm. Always trusting is a choice. Mm-hmm. So love for me is just simply that choice and the challenge that I'm facing and that I face because I really do want to love like Jesus loves. I was having this conversation on Twitter today and somebody said, you know, this new church is so hyper, is so full of hyper grace. And I said, well, what is that? I said, because Jesus is grace. And I said, why would Jesus give us brand new mercies every day if we were supposed mm. to live in condemnation? Um, mm. And they say, well, all, they, this new church say all you have to do is love. And I said, well, that's all Jesus told us to do was love. We make mm-hmm. it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so the challenge that yeah. I face is how do I really love like God loves? Um, how do I see stuff that pisses me off and still say, I love you? Mm. So that brings me to my next question. Uh-oh. With your relationships, is love truly the foundation? And if it is, what are you loving? Do you actually love the person or do you love something that they bring to the table? Do you love an ability they have? Do you love a way out that they offer? Do you love, like, I really, I'm really invested and interested by what it is that we love. When we say, I love you, are you, do you love me or do you love what I can do or bring or the benefit that me being in your life does? It brings you, I should, I should say. I'll just go ahead and start because typically I try to dodge the question, but um, since we, <laughs> since we're being, since, trans- we here. since we're here, since we're very transparent, um, I think that I'm a person who I'm a very hard lover. I, but honestly, I love potential, you know, so you don't even have to be like, you like, I love what I, I love what I see. I can see past the surface, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's conditions or what you're bringing to the table. It's what you can potentially be and what we could potentially be. And I think that that's very harmful because, um, and this is just self-assessment for me. I think it's very harmful when you get into the habit of loving potential because it's you're not loving a person for where they presently are. Which means that you're not truly loving the essence of them in that space. You're loving the idea of what mm. you want them to be, and um, I'm and just that's self- a whole thing. That's a whole thing, but I'm self-aware enough thing. to know that now, um, and I feel like that's why when we like have these relationship conversations and stuff, and I'm like, oh, pass me, let look. Look, call me back, child. You dragging me. Um, it's because it takes a lot to really assess yourself and realize that it's not just always everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's you. And do I have the heart to love? Absolutely. Especially like when it comes to my friends. I but you know, 
I've learned when it comes to my my nieces, my nephew, when it comes to my siblings, when it comes to my parents, especially my father, like um you just start to see that love is not just about loving other people. Love is also like, do you love yourself? So back Absolutely. to like your part, um, like your point, Josh, as far as like loving your neighbor as you love yourself, how is it that you're able to, I don't even know if I'm loving everybody adequately because I don't even believe that I'm loving myself in the way that I deserve mm. to be loved. So everything mm. that I feel that I'm giving everybody else where it seems like it's here, what is what if it's like 50 like thousand times greater because I'm not loving myself in my capacity. So I'm loving them where I think I'm doing so much for them, but that's not even the most that I could do for them if I would actually just really tend to myself. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I answered your question, but no, yeah. that's a beautiful answer. That's a beautiful answer. Yes, it is. I'm going to come back to that. Uh, Laron, you had something to say? Uh, that, that was a lot to unpack. <laughs> she yeah, just really a, hit us with a lot. I'm sorry. Listen. No, but it, it was, was to, a lot of good stuff. I was trying to be honest because y'all know I'd be like, look, child, call me back. Child, call me back. No, but, it, <laughs> but that's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Block me back, sweetie. No, but yeah, that's that's beautiful. But it, it was the truth. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like we've all been there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there has been... Um, so I will say before I got into my relationship, like I I noticed that I had a pattern for like um, Shell said, loving potential. Like I would always see the good in somebody, and then I will always put um, I will always um, push them more than they wanted to be. Like actually chase the thing that they had potential behind, whether it be like a job, dream, whatever. I was like the put. I had more passion about it than they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and I realized that it because I know that I love hard. When I really, 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 really love somebody, I like really give my all into it, whether it be like relationships, platonic, whatever. Like I love hard. And um, one thing that my dad said, my, my dad's a pastor, um, but one thing that he had said when he, when he was preaching, and it always stuck with me, was um, love. I wrote it down. Hold on. Love gives at, at the expense of self, but lust takes at the expense of others. Mm. So I had to realize that, okay, so like I, I'm in these, I, I'm in, I have these relationships, but are they reciprocating the type of love that I'm giving or they, they just, they, do they just lust me? Like they like being around me because mm. I'm the key or they, they, you know what I'm saying? Do they wow. lust, just, or do they lust me physically, whether they want to have sex or do they just lust after my personality because I walk into a room and I'm nine times, I'm nine times out of 10, I'm the clown of the situation. Like I right. just have that infectious personality. So I had to like really realize, okay, well do, I had to, had that self-assessment and really assess, okay, Laurent, are you loving yourself in the right way? Because if you are repeating these cycles and relationships and friendships, like, are you okay with yourself because you're accepting this? So I had to, of course, do self-evaluation and then really put what my dad said into play. Like, okay, if I'm, if I say I love you, I'm going to, like I say, give, at the expense of self. And, and so am I giving at the expense of myself so much that I'm leaving myself on E and you're not reciprocating what I'm giving? So that's, mm. okay, so you're taking from me. So you're lusting after me. So you go over here. So who's reciprocating what I'm giving? Mm. 
Mm. So yeah, I, I had to have that realization. I don't know if I answered the question either, but <laughs> you know that that's now y'all giving us a lot to unpack, um, <laughs> Jeremy. And then I'll chime in. Okay, um, I think along the same lines of potential, and it might be a, a weird way to phrase it, but I love hopefully. Mm. So, you know. Hopefully they'll see me. Oh, hopefully they're he- they'll hear me. Listen up. Hopefully they'll put up with me. Mm. Um. Hopefully they'll accept me for who I am, and then more importantly, hopefully they'll love me. Yeah. Oh wow. And um, it makes you feel degrading in a sense because you yeah. really, you really lose yourself so much that. You depend on, you know, what you think love is, and it's it's not. Mm-hmm. So you're depending on, uh, I don't know, a lie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, you well, know, not really, a, not really a lie, a hope. Yeah, a hope that that just struck me to my core, though. That hopefully. You'll mm. love me because I know that I'm being genuine in my love towards you, right? But I can only hope that you're doing the same with me, and I right. or, or not even doing the same that you'll one day do the same for me. And I think I think it is degrade uh, degradation in, 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 to a certain extent because that even speaks to how I view myself that right. I'm not worthy yet to be mm-hmm. loved at the point that I'm loving you, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Ooh, Jesus. But you, you, you know, you know. You, so this is really how my my therapy uh, journey started. I realized I didn't love myself. I, I I really had that hard conversation that I didn't love myself, and you know, I laughed at the Maya Angelou clip when, when she was on Oprah before she passed. When she said, "I really sat with God loves me," and she did the, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I laughed at it, and then life hit me, and then I really understood Listen. what the fuck she was talking about. It wasn't Listen. that funny no more. Listen. No, no, that it was not funny. funny no more. I understood. I understood why the fuck she. Why I understood why she had that moment. Yes, because God yes. loves me. He does not love what I can do. He does not love what I have, what I offer, what I bring to the table. He loves me on my bad day. He loves me on my good day. He loves me when I don't feel like I'm worthy enough to get out of the bed. He loves me. His love for me is unconditional. It does not change. It is constant. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. biggest question is, why can't I love me like God, like the God who created me loves me? How do I have a different opinion about who I am than the than the one that manufactured me? Ooh. It's 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 deep and it causes us and it, you know trauma plays a part in this life experiences Absolutely. you know because all of these things come to chip away at our confidence and our esteem and it's just like how do we get back to this place? But I, before we go there, I want to ask this question because we all t- we all t- uh, you know touch base on it. Y'all said, "I love potential. I love the idea of who you might become. I love the hope of what you might become." So my question is, as a follow up to that, what qualifies a person to receive your love? 
because Shell 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 said something very interesting. She said, "You know, my mom, my, you know, my parents, my sister, my my siblings. I love them, and you know, is it something that a person has to do to re, to activate your loving them? What qualifies a person to love you? I mean, to to, to get love from you? That's 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 something, ain't it?" That is something. It is. So like in the in the context of family, like it's like you my family, so I'm supposed to love you. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's obligation yeah. at that point. No, no, I get no, I no, I get that. But what I'm saying is for for me, like, you know, like my niece is my nephew, you born, I automatically love you out the womb. Like you come by my sister, like bam, you my baby. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's so it. it's obligation. I'm, Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but not, not, yeah. Okay. Well, you say it like that. Absolutely. Obligation has such like a negative. Not, it has a negative. But no, but, but what I'm saying is it, it like to speak to the whole point of unconditional. It really makes me think about like, if, if you were not my niece, would I still love you? And that's what I'm getting at. If, 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 if they were not your niece, first of all, when my sister listens, you know I love my babies. Just saying. <laughs> but no, like, you know, like, if, like, so if my mom wasn't my mom, like, would I still love her? Like, if my daddy wasn't my daddy, if my dad wasn't my dad, like, so it makes me think as far as what does somebody have to do to gain my love, like, in, like, a platonic or a relationship type of setting, I really don't even know how to answer that question. I just feel like I'm one of those people, like, once I'm drawn to you, like, the love just kind of just like connects. Like I instantly yeah. love people, but the love can grow. But what I will say is I'm honest enough to say that it definitely comes with conditions because I love you because I love you for this. I love you for that. Would I love, would I like to love unconditionally? Yes. Do I think that it's realistic? The more that I think about it, if we unpack the word unconditional, like not even trying to like say everybody on here, like has not been to school, but un is like, like no, like none, zero. Mm-hmm. Conditional conditions, zero conditions. We all, like it goes to that point. Like when I, when he sent me that, I was just like, damn, we really do all have conditions. We love people yeah. with mm-hmm. conditions. And I feel like we want to love how Jesus loves, but we are not Jesus because Jesus was sinless and we are very, very sinful. So the yeah. idea is to try to love unconditionally, but the reality is we are going to love with conditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you, you, cause when you said that, because I, 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 that question is in the back of my mind too. If my mom was not my mom, would I love her? Mm. And that chills me because I love my mom, although my mom has done some fucked up shit to me. But my love for my mom is out of obligation. Mm. And that's that's a See, hard thing to say out loud, though. Mm-hmm. Because and, it, I, and it doesn't take away the love though because some no, people will doesn't. listen and think that it's like a hard thing but for anybody listening what he's literally saying is like for you to think if your parents were not your parents would you still love this person right Laurent you want to say something I w- no, well cause 
<laughs> well, cause y'all, y'all know, <laughs> well, because I was, I have been very transparent on ever since season one about the, the about the strain that of the relationship that I have with my parents. Um, when it comes to my mom, baby, she called me today. She called me. I called her today to talk about Thanksgiving, and she was like, "Oh Lord, why did you have to call me on today?" I said, "What? What's going on?" She said, "Somebody at my job called me a hoe." I said, "Because <laughs> listen." <laughs> I don't put my, she said, she said, I, I, I could not tell you because I know how you are when it comes to me. You're, you are the fuck right. Don't nobody fuck with my mom. Yeah. And, um, even though that, and I get like, you know, if, if she was, if she still was not my mom and I guess it's, if I would have had the connection and the experiences with her, even if she was not my mom, I definitely would still love her. Okay. Because, but, but still, but still that, like she was just saying, that's still the condition. That well, is- I mean, I, but as she said, we're not ever going to love nobody without conditions. I did, I, I, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. But as as far as just her her not being my mother and just still her being like a random woman that I may have met and grown up with, I definitely would still love her because of the experiences that we had together. Like there, I like my mama has had my back through everything. My mom literally nursed me back to life. Like yeah. <laughs> th- that's why I don't play when it comes to her at all. So, so in in a sense, it's 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 transactional, even. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, wow. it's it's oh, this is wow, it's yeah. transactional, even that because you did this for me, I I'm going to respond this way for you, right? Um, because even because I think I think my condition is relationship that right. I I have to have that a kind some kind of relationship with you to love you unconditionally because i i do but 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 that's what i'm saying my condition is the relationship that if i have a relationship with you that i know you um because because even going back to last week you know i'm a person i'm a person that um, I, I, I change a lot. I evolve and I, you know, I'm, because I do that, I'm never going to hold anybody else in a prison and say, well, I'm the only one that can change. So relationship for me is my condition, but I also look at things like, I, I, I also have to ask myself a question. Like if you do something that's really fucked up, would I still care about you? Mm-hmm. Like I think I think about I think about R. Kelly. Like if R. Kelly was my brother, and I, you know, all this stuff that's come out about R. Kelly, and you know, he's you know raped these women or taken advantage of these women. Could I still really, as his brother, say, "I love you"? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I struggle with. That's what I struggle with because it's like, and it's it's like what what weighs in on my love? Is it the is it the public opinion of people? Is it my is it just solely my my viewpoints of you? Mm-hmm. Is it solely what I know about you, regardless mm-hmm. of what you do? I I think it's I think it's it's heavily laced, which is why I I can I can't just say yeah I can unconditionally love. I think it's I think it's heavily laced and I think every relationship we I think this should be a talking point for every kind of relationship you are in. 
that what 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 is the basis of your love for someone? Mm. Oh, that's good. Be, because because from what from what I, from what we've discovered now, it's it's either transactional, it's an obligation. And those sounds like those those sound like harsh words or harsh ways to put it, but that's just the truth of what it is. It is I could love you even if you were a stranger if we still had this kind of connection. Mm-hmm. In in mm-hmm. that you you wow. restored me back to my life, or you know you, it's it's so interesting. Love, it is so interesting that we are. I, I do believe everybody comes in as a child with unconditional love. I agree. Because we don't I, know I nothing. I believe because we don't know anything. But then based off of what we're taught, mm-hmm. based off of the environment we're conditioned or brought up in, we're we're selective then or our love becomes perverse. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of our love is unconditional. Perverted love is conditional. Whether we have reason or intent for those conditions or not, that is away from the original intent of how we showed up here. Mm-hmm. So the, the hard question is, what makes you stop loving somebody? I personally have not been able to answer that question and I've been I've been sitting with it. What 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 can a person do to make you say no? I withdraw my love from you. I withdraw my care, I withdraw my affection, I withdraw my concern about your well-being. What what is there that make you that makes you say, "Yeah, I can't love you anymore." I don't think my answer is nothing. I definitely disagree. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) let me explain, though. (laughs) Um, Because, like, for instance, my recent ex or even, like, my last girlfriend, I still love them, but it's in a different capacity. So... Mm -hmm. I can't necessarily say that I turned it off. It just shifts from what it was to what it is now. So that's why I say it's not really anything that can make me stop loving a person, even after, you know, we've moved on. So it's not that you stop loving. It's that you you go back and reimagine the capacity from which you once loved them from. Mm-hmm. Do we agree with that? Because I'm on your, I'm on your, I'm on your boat with that one. Yeah, Leron, you said you disagree. So what? Let's I mean, and I mean that's just your phrase of that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and I also want to, I also, I, we need um, remind me because I'm a little high right now. But I do want to circle back to unconditional love. I have a question, a serious question. But um, as far as um, not loving, so what can what can someone do for them or me to have them withdraw my love from them. I think I said that right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would initially, like when we, when you asked this question, I initially was like, oh, nothing. Cause once I love you, I love you. 
and I immediately went to like past relationships that I've had that, you know, I still to this day love them. It may not be in like, now you broke it down. It may not be in the same capacity as I love them, but I still love them. Now there is this one ex that I don't give a flying fuck for. But I, but in the time that we were talking and dating, I was so easy to say, oh, I love you. I love you. So then like it posed a question that I really love this person or was it lust? And I, I know now that it was lust, but I don't, I don't fuck with him. But as far as like my t- changing my different capacities for love, I can't agree with that because my, my ex that my ex who was once the, my first love, I don't love him like that no more. That's just my homie now. <laughs> my ex that fuck, fucked me over. And we're not going to talk about the unspeakable, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did love him, but I, and to this day, he moved on, got married. He happy. I'm happy for him. I, st- I still love him, but it's just not the same capacity yeah. as I loved him before. So I, I get that. I can agree with that. Because the truth of the matter is there are different variations of love. Mm-hmm. There is a love mm-hmm. of history. There is a, a sexual love. There is a, mm-hmm. a pragmatic love where I love what used to be or I love... Um, our history, um, you know, our grandmothers loved the plastic that was on their couch, and that's that's <laughs> even a form. You know, that's a form agape of love, love. You know, there's an agape, agape love, love. <laughs> which which say, with yeah, which the agape love says, I see everything about you, and I still make the choice and to I love you. I still make the choice to love you. Mm-hmm. I still make the choice. Um, I I struggled with that question until I just asked it in the way that I asked it. That because. At first, I was like, I don't think that there is anything that will make me not love a person, especially the more that I grow and I grow in grace and understanding. And I realized, uh-huh. well, at that point in your life, you would you, you were just probably fucked up. Um, there are exes that I would absolutely have no parts with because I, I don't believe that reconciliation always means reinstatement. Um, mm. So I... There are people that I love, but I would never allow access back to me. And that, you know, that's just my personal belief that love is not void of boundaries. Mm -hmm. I can can love you and set boundaries. I can love you and say, I love you, but I'm going to love you over there. And as long as you stay across that fence, we good. You come across this fence, it's going to be trouble, trouble, trouble. But I don't think that there is anything that will make me because I even thought about the worst of the worst of the worst. Um, I, I think about, you know, my, bro- my brother's anniversary of his death was November 5th. And, you know, I, the guy that hit him on his motorcycle, when he hit him initially, he kept driving and, you know, eventually he came back. But for me, I'm, I'm a man of principle. It was the principle that you left and you knew you did wrong because I'm a man of justice. I struggled with, no, I want him to die. I want, I want your family to feel what I feel because my brother Mm. should still be here. But even now I understand that when you're scared, you make stupid, you, you do stupid things. You know, and I'm by I'm by no means excusing his behavior. It's just this level of understanding 
where I said, I don't hate you. You're not my favorite person. Um, I, I question a lot that if you had not been stupid, would my brother still be here? I don't think there's anything that will make me not love somebody. Now my capacity will change because there's there's a there's this thing of being in love with you and then just loving you. Um, marriages, relationships face that all the time. I love you. I love what this is, but I I'm not in love with you. I'm not, and that's that's a matter of capacity. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. For anybody that I love, if I love you, there's nothing you can do to take that love away. Uh, you can do the worst of the worst things. I can be disappointed in you and hold you accountable, but I will still love you. There's only one person on this planet um, that I absolutely hate. And I never even thought that my heart could hate anybody, but I have found myself in a place where it's like, If God, like, listen, if Jesus don't do it, it, it just won't get done, <laughs> baby. But if I love you, if I've come to a place of loving you, there's nothing you can do to take that away from me. Um, and that's because I love very hard. I love very deeply. I feel it very deeply. Now, I'm deeply hurt when people disappoint me when I love them. I'm deeply hurt when people mm. betray me when I love them. But the like, one. it doesn't mean that I still don't love you. It just means I may not fuck with you no more. Yeah. And sometimes that hurt worse than just not loving you no more. I wish I could not love you no more, but I still love you. I just don't fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Lebron, you had a question about unconditional love that you, you I don't want you to forget. My head is spinning right now. It's just so much <laughs> no no seriously, because it is just so much good stuff being talked about. Like it is yeah. very, very good. And then like my my question was, all right, so I love the Lord. I I do love the Lord, but I don't read my Bible like I should, and I will be the first to admit that. So my question, honest, and this is like this is a for real honest question. Does the Bible instructs us instru like where in the Bible does it say you have to love unconditionally, or or is it or or was in or is in the Bible is it unconditional love being, you know, a descriptive word for the love of the Father and Jesus? It is. It's not. It's not said verbatim like that. It is. It is. You know, it's derived from we are to be like Christ. We are to love like we are to be holy for he is holy, um, which a part of holiness is is that love, that love that gives from what you have unselfishly. Um, um, it, it, it says, you know, continue in the love that the Lord has loved you with. And Jesus just says, love, he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask a question in response to your question. Do you do you want to be loved unconditionally? 
Oh, absolutely. I think everybody loves wants to be loved unconditionally. So, so, and I. So then, so then, if you want to be loved unconditionally, then you have the responsibility to love unconditionally, because right. we are to love like we want to be loved. So I right. have a I have a question. So oh, go no, ahead, Laura. No, 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 no. I, I want to hear what you got to say because you be on something tonight. So let me, I'll go after you. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Listen, um, so when we say like, I've really been diving into language and I, I'm just putting on my teacher hat. Like is a comparison Thank you. Thank and you. it doesn't necessarily mean as the a same. person. The same. So we are to love like Christ, but we are not Christ. We don't have the capacity to love like Christ. You are on the same wavelength from me. So it's kind of like that. I literally just be thinking sometimes. Like, I'm gonna just go ahead and pass it. <laughs> well, no, but, no, like but, we're on a. Okay, can I just yeah. uh, ride the wave? I'm a, I'm a pa- I'm a because pass literally, no, because literally we're on the same wavelength. Because I'm like, you know, we don't. Maybe it's not. We want that, and we we want to obtain that. We we would love to love unconditionally. We would love, want to receive love from someone unconditionally. But what we created for that? What we created with that capacity? Because wouldn't that take away the shine from God? You know what I'm saying? To experience His love, because ain't no, can't nobody love you like Jesus or grace. So, or no, grace. Or, you no. know, you know. So so no. So this is where I'm going to disagree with that. So. To, to to go back to chills. So the scripture I'm referencing where Jesus says, uh, love your neighbor, it does not say love your neighbor like it says love your neighbor as yourself, as you love yourself. So Oh no, I know that part. But we yeah, were talking yeah. about like we are to like holy like you know, that scripture. Right. Love like love like we want to love like Jesus. I get what right. you were saying. So so I and I, I get it, but when going back to LaRon's point of what we created with that capacity, absolutely. When you came here, you knew nothing but love. Mm-hmm. It was it was the conditioning of life that cultivated how we now choose to love. Mm-hmm. Even even from the, the the lens of racism, you take you take a black baby and a, and a white baby. They they have love for each other. Mm-hmm. They, if True. you know, just just proximity, they have love for. It is not until they've been conditioned to see the wrong or the offense in you know the other that they say oh well i can't i can't show up for you like i previously showed up for you anymore i can't i can't love you like we i loved you as kids because things have changed well what changed the only thing that changed was the conditioning that i was brought up in so i think i think i i do believe that we were we we came with that capacity that capacity has been perverted and altered um now I do I I absolutely agree that you know should are we are we actually going to make it to that level of unconditional love? <sighs> Don't know. But I I think the thing is striving to that and being responsible in the way that we love even having conversations like this this is an effort in the right direction because what this does is now it places that that thought in the back of your head that says okay am I loving the right way am I loving from a pure place or am I being selfish in in love because that's that's a whole thing too that I I can selfishly love you because of what you can be for me or the benefit that you can provide for my life. I don't agree with that kind of love. I really believe love is selfless. Mm-hmm. And um 
I I just really believe in a love that exists that says, I know how bad you can be. I know the worst of you, but that does not alter my decision to care, to be affectionate, to show up. Because, and this is a real story. One of my exes really put me through it. And I was just like, never, I would piss on the grave. And I had this really, I had this really interesting dream um, where they showed back up and they needed a place to stay. And I was really conflicted even in my dream because I was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. And what really what really challenges me is I try to see myself. If I really fell on a hard time and I and I had no other choice but to go back to someone who I know I did wrong, how would what what would I realistically want from them? Would I want them to be gracious for to me? Or would I want them to say, no, nah, fuck you, Josh? Would I understand if they said fuck you, Josh? Absolutely. Would I want them to do that? So and that's that's why I'm I'm a I'm a big preacher of love love does not mean I'm a doormat. Love does not mean that I am without boundaries. Love just means mm. I don't withhold the good from you. And and a part of love is forgiveness. And I, I until I really understood forgiveness and that forgiveness was me releasing you from the prison of my wrath that forgiveness did not mean that I excused your behavior. It just meant that I was no longer going to be the warden that stood at your jail cell to punish you every day. It meant that if you stayed in the prison by your own choice, fine. If you decided to walk out and be free, I'm okay with that. I got my lesson. So I think I think love becomes complicated when there's when there's a factor of unforgiveness. I think I I really believe that that's the only complication of love. Hmm. Is that hmm. wherever there where wherever it's hard to love, there's a seed or a root of unforgiveness there. And that that un- that unforgiveness can be justified. It it can be with well intent. It can be with well reason. That I'm just not ready yet. I'm. I'm. It's still too fresh. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things. One of the greatest things Shell said tonight was, um, she didn't say it verbatim, but she said she alluded to this, that love is a process and love grows. Mm-hmm. And I think. I think when we understand that, I'm not going to just meet you today, and be emphatically in love with you tomorrow. That love is a process. Love grows, and love grows as a result of relationship. Mm-hmm. I think once once we grasp that, that we can really, we can really turn this world around. Because what this world really needs, whoever whoever wrote that song was a prophet. I they, what, the what the world needs now, now is love. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's it's really the only thing that there's just too little of. Too little of. You absolutely right. It's it's the only thing that's the we we can find offense with each other. I can tell you what's wrong with you all day long, but to love you and to say, "Hey, I know." The thing I what makes me love Jesus is the fact that I don't have to hide anything from Jesus. Mm-hmm. I can say, hey, Jesus, I'm horny. I want to take 50 shots of okay, whatever. Okay, you know what, Josh? Slang Listen, dick to 50 I'm bodies. And Jesus crying, still and then you just say that. I was, literally, I was literally following you, and I was about to be like, yes, God. And then I was like, you know what? Absolutely not. Let me watch see, this see, You know, I got, I got to throw it in there. I got Go to, to hell, Josh. But, uh, <laughs> but. It's real, though. It's real. No, it really is. It really is. That Look, that Jesus loves. Lashes. Jesus loves Uh-oh. all of me. <laughs> Jesus loves all, all of me. Oh, the the Come parts on, of legend. the parts of me. Listen, the part of me that I think I have to hide, the part yeah. of me that I'm okay with showing, the part of me that I've decided that I'm going to take to the grave. Jesus loves all of that, and mm-hmm. He does not punish me for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, what I do believe is love should be without punishment. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I do agree. I agree. Ooh. I do agree. Ooh, so what I want to leave us with. Okay, go ahead, Jeremy. Ooh. I don't want this to be um, a two-hour episode. My God. But we still, my Jesus. It seems like it's about to be because I feel like I got more to say. <laughs> so we, go ahead, right. we might have um, to do a part two now. Listen. Might, we might have right. to. For me, um, Love is how you see me versus how you want me to be. Ooh. Mm-hmm. My God, today. And the difference it's is. It's truth. Yes. When you see me, that's everything that I come with and understanding that the things that you need, I may not be able to fulfill. Wow. Because I'm not, I'm imperfect. Wow. So that when you see me that way, you see me. But how you want me to be, I may not be able to fulfill every single need that you have. Wow. Woo! My God, and on tonight. God. That, but that, but that's that's. I think relationships would last longer <sighs> if that was explained. If that was, uh-huh. if that was said in the beginning. That yes, I need you yes. to love me, me, the truth of who I am, not what you want me to be or made up in your mind. Come on, that I'm going to be. I do. That's it's, yeah. it's crazy. But I, but I, I feel like even, but it, it, it let so potential for me is kind of like a two edged sword because like I like you know on one hand I'm like yeah you don't want to love potential but at the other hand it's like. If you potential, but I see your actions backing up that potential, then we got something like it's like fake or face. So that works as that, baby. If you're not, if you're not, it's it's okay to see the potential of somebody, but also if you see that drive in someone, then I think that's okay. Yeah, I but like, no, I I agree with that. I I don't I don't <laughs> I need I need to see some kinetic energy with that potential. I please don't, <laughs> quickly. Well, listen, baby, I I need you to come ready this time because I I, I <laughs> <laughs> you don't you want to take no chances. I'm it's trying, all red flags for you. I tried to get my rent paid. <laughs> so, so no, I'm question, I'm totally kidding, y'all. <laughs> the question I want to leave us with 
um, as we close this episode or close this segment is can you handle receiving the love, the version of love that you give? Or do you expect a love from others that you refuse to give? Hmm. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I can go. Um, I'm going to say no, because I can't even give those things to myself. Woo. So if you give them to me, it's still not going to be enough. So I'm leaning on you for fulfillment when I should be fulfilled on my own. And that's why I had to stop saying, because I used to say like, you know, growing up, didn't really know about love, but oh, they complete me or, you know, that's my other half. No, because if you have of me, if you go away, then what? Then what? Then what? I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I'm just of the personal persuasion that love is not transactional. Mm. And that love should not be transactional. Yeah. Um, There are variations of love that are transactional. But I think love in its purest form should not be transactional. That love should always be love. And whether I'm able to give something back to you or not, um, my love should be constant and my love should be grounded in the fact that it's my choice. Mm -hmm. I chose to love you. Um, I think I'm not capable of it until I learn how to love myself the way that I should be loved and not, not only that, like deserve to be loved. Um, and I think that comes from seeing myself as God sees me Mm. and loving Mm. myself as, I mean, I can never love myself as God loves me, but like trying to strive to get to that point. When I get to that point, I think I'll be able to receive love in a way that it won't be that I'm questioning that this Mm. is my portion. And I think that's where a lot of us miss it is because we don't feel like we deserve to be loved truly. And You know, that's where I met with it. That's good. Sheesh. Well, I mean, I'm doing it. And <laughs> hey, you better. I love my man. I love my man. My <laughs> man loves me. No, for but it's worth it. And and, and like for the, like those who are listening, who are like are like, you know, this episode might be a tough episode for you because you just don't feel like you deserve that love or you'll ever find that love. I'm trying to tell you, it's there. Yeah. Your person, you know, like and like like when people say that's my other half or they completely they complete me. I get that, but from a metaphorical standpoint, not from like a literal standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like my baby, I say that's my that, that like he's that's thinking somebody like because he just understands me. And and it's because like in the beginning, we took the time, like you said, our love grew. Because we took the time, so first of all, I laid out flat before even before we even started talking. When we were building our friendship, we both said we're not ready for a relationship right now because you got some healing you need to do, and I for damn sure got healing I need to do, yeah. and I Ooh, I need to it. I need to make sure I need to because at, at the time you know I'm an old girl I'm going to be and I don't look it but you know I'm, I'm up there in age and I I wanted more than just I I was done 
dating just to like just to pass time to get a quick nut off or whatever. I was tired of that lot. I was tired of living out like wow, living wow. that cycle. And so I had to like cut everybody off, you know, my little hoes off and uh love me, get my th- you know, that's when I started my therapy and we I did the work and I began to love me and I you know, I did have a little one relationship I don't really count before my my boyfriend now. <laughs> it was a <laughs> it was a trial relationship to see if I was ready for Not a relationship. But no, but you know, but but after but even in that, even in that, like I knew that wasn't a mistake on my end because I was still there was some still work that I still need to do with myself because I accepted things in that relationship that I would have that I never usually would have accepted. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to, you know, just take the time just to love on me and we built a friendship and became really cool and we we learned each other. Mm-hmm. And I was able to learn how to love him in his lang- his love language and he was able to learn how to love it, me and my love language. You know, it, it's, it's work. <laughs> it's work. But once you obtain, like, once you're, like, loving somebody, like, and receive and reciprocating the same kind of love you're putting out. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. What I, I, I do want to say this responsibly. I think, I think where you see yourself now, um, if you, if you take the lenses of your trauma off, you'll be able to see yeah. how beautiful you really are Ooh, and how worthy absolutely. you really That's are. That's so great. That's absolutely. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, a lot of the reasons I didn't love myself had very little to do with me. It was uh, it was either other people's perception of me, or you know me feeling like I had failed, or me feeling like I was you know me living in condemnation. When mm-hmm. I really took off that, and I, when I really started healing, and I realized how dope of a person I am, how mm-hmm. how yeah. I, I really checked in with my real heart. That mm-hmm. I don't do anything maliciously. I I do everything from a place of of love, and I do everything from my heart. It's like no, I deserve love, and I deserve a love that matches what I give. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm okay with getting what I give because I know what I give is from my heart, and it's honest and it's truth. Um, and I think one of the greatest things, one of the greatest points Jeremy made tonight was love my truth, not what yeah. you want my it. truth to be. Exactly. Exactly. And that's key. That's yeah. Key. Love, love, love my raw truth. Not with, not, not, not the pretty filtered produced truth that you want my truth to be. Um, y'all listen, we could talk about this forever because this this is really this has really been been eye-opening um on multiple levels and i challenge all of us to have these conversations like instead of talking about how much you don't like your girl your 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 friend that you're gonna be hanging out with tomorrow ask your baby say babe (laughs) what you do for me (laughs) (laughs) um ask ask whoever you're in relationship and and it's okay to check in because people change people evolve exactly so check in do you still love me Mm -hmm. do you still love me not our relationship not Not how i make you feel not who i was do you still love me 
um, have those conversations. I just really want to see relationships thrive, platonic, familiar, and yeah. as well as romantic. I want to see Absolutely. relationships thrive because relationships are the way that the world operates. Um, mm-hmm. We can't we can't go through this world alone. You know, some people try to do it, no. and it, it just makes it harder than it needs to be. I want it, I want stuff to be easy for us. So let's have these conversations. Um, thank you for listening to that. We might come back uh, for part two. I don't know yet, but let's drag it, Jeremy. Who are we dragging tonight? So here's the tea. Um, we all have our, you know, insecurities, you know, about how we may look, et cetera, et cetera. So this is not for you, but this is for my insecure people who project their insecurities on people who may look better than them. Mm. The body may be giving what you wanted to give and your body's not giving that. (laughs) It's not their fault that you look the way that you look (laughs) and they're in love with their body. So this that's for you. You're dragging it. You. <laughs> you Have be a blessed word. Mm-hmm. Have be a blessed word. Thou shalt not drag. <laughs> Listen, stop that. Stop projecting. Oh, I, I can't stand. Projecting. I can't stand a projection. I didn't even like them in school because they just always look cheap. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're gonna close out this episode. Uh, listen, do us a favor. To, uh, check in with us. Leave a review of this. Leave a review of the episodes. Um, tell a friend. Um, follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. You know, talk to us. All that stuff. Uh, do all that. I want to leave you with the word that just really hit me. I got a very encouraging testimony the other day from a parent uh, concerning my children's book, um, and she was like, "You don't know the impact that your children's book has had on my child." Um, her teacher mm-hmm. even attributes her behavioral changes to your book. Um, and that thing meant the world to me. And I just remembered being nine years old. I've always known I had a calling on my life, but I never wanted to be a preacher. I never wanted to be a pastor or stand behind a podium and be like, you know, I always wanted to act. I always wanted to, you know, show things. And I remember at nine saying, God, if you can just allow me to use my gifts to change the world and to change people, I'm okay with that. And that message that I received from that parent, let me know that God heard me. And, you know, sometimes yeah. we think that we're not worthy to be used by God. And I want you to really stop that. Stop that. Um, God is not looking for perfection. There's not going to be one person in the Bible who was perfect besides Jesus. Okay. And Jesus was only perfect because he is God. Huh? But um, God is not looking for your perfection. He's looking for your availability. Um, and I remember, wow. I remember being at parties, drunk shit-faced prophesying to people and preaching and you know you just need to be open and available to be who god needs you to be or whenever get out of your head about it just obey god you you will not regret the benefits those things bring you um so that's that's what hit my spirit amen Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hearts and minds clear. Uh-huh. Amen. Hearts and minds clear. Yes. Right. Well, we'll see y'all next week for another episode of The Way I See It podcast. Um, follow us all on Instagram. I'm Josh The Way. Uh, Shell is unsheltered. Uh, Jeremy is, he got so many pages, I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> I had to get you back. I had to get you back. He said, "Shout uh, out, is- yeah. <laughs> I think Josh Seventeen is his. No, no, that page has been burned and thrown into the sea. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be a lot of purple emojis. <laughs> Will it would be if it was still alive? Uh, Lebron is <laughs> Lebron is at Lebron no Lebron underscore no B or Lebron underscore no underscore B. Okay, all of that. And Jeremy's page is just all of that for all of this. Oh, I heard that. I know that's all right. Thank you. And to God be the glory for that for you. But we'll see y'all next week. Um, We love you. Of course, be responsible. Keep loving. Keep being a light. And keep being you. All right? Don't get arrested. Wow. (laughs) Fuck you. Jeremy, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. And we're out on that note.